Do We Love Eurovision, a podcast in which we discuss all things Eurovision. My name is Christina and with me is Rory. And today we are ranking Rory's favourite country. Uh, yeah, that's right. We are, we're finally tackling the, the, the big beast, uh-huh. the bear. Alright. Uh, we are looking eastern, eastward. We are, we're heading over to Russia. This is so bad. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a country that I've always been very fond of. Uh huh. And I think, like in recent uh, weeks or months, I have rediscovered my my passion for it as well. You have. You really have big time. Yeah, in a big way. I'm back with Russia. Yes. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. You, you have enjoyed it. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, well, we'll see how much you enjoy this as we go through the decade uh, in the search of, of what what is Russia's best song? Yes. What the ranking is? How we feel about their songs? Yeah. You, that's how a ranking works. I actually don't know what the winner is. Exciting. Okay. There we go. Well, you'll be in for a surprise, I'm sure. Oh, yes. I'm sure. Um, well, shall we kick it off then? Yes. Okay, um, so yeah, only nine songs again, mm-hmm. because we're not counting uh, one of them, because it didn't actually go. And we just didn't. Didn't feel strongly enough in favour of it. Yeah, <laughs> because other, time, other times we've stretched songs. We bend the rules according to... How know, much we like. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, so, nine songs, uh, ranging from 2010 to 2019. Uh We'll find out what the first one is. So this is the ninth place song. Alexei Vorobyov uh, from 2011. When we were ranking, I think we both were dead sure that this was coming last. Yes. Like yeah. there was never a doubt. <laughs> yeah, I think mostly from like the live as well. Yes. It was a bit like, oh no. It was so bad. It was like so, so bad. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Yes. It's like... You could tell he like wants to be a pop star. Uh-huh. So badly. But he doesn't really have the talent. Or anything. Or the, or the any quality the, of, yeah. <laughs> to be a pop star, yeah. Um nothing worked really. No. Um He he's he also goes by the name of Alex Sparrow. Okay. Uh which is like a, an English translation of his surname. Oh there you go. So he he's like he was ready for like his international success. That he was like ready to take over the West. That never came. That unfortunately, never came. Uh, I think he he came to like fame uh, as a contestant in the X Factor. Oh, they all do. Um, and he had been trying um, to go to Eurovision for some time. Uh-huh. Um, he he didn't take part in twenty ten because he had other engagements. Okay. Uh, but he missed out in 2009, and he missed out on his first attempt in 2008. I wonder, I wonder why that happened. Yes, yes, it was not his year. No. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about Russia. We're going we're gonna to address the elephant in the room. It was Dima. <laughs> um, <laughs> does it, yeah, I'll tell you why he could not go. You know what? 
was thinking, obviously I didn't tell you this, but I thought, can we do an episode without naming Diva Villan? Never, never. Especially... A Russian episode. It would have been such a thing of beauty to go through, like, an hour, it is going to be an hour, half an hour, whatever this is, without talking about Diva Villan. I can't go a half an hour in the day without talking about Diva Villan. You really cannot. You um, are obsessed that you want to call or baby Dima. D- baby Dima. Uh, it's not good. The, the sec- our second is on board with it. He's very happy about baby Dima. It, yes, yeah. but it's not happening. We'll see. Okay, um, so this song was, it was a collaboration. It was written by a, a Moroccan-Swedish oh. producer called, is he called Red One or Redone? I don't know, anything written. So it could okay. it could work. It could be like it's a play on words. Like it could be he could be the red one, or he could be redone. I don't know. Great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he's worked with some big like named artists, like many artists. He's worked with Gaga, Michael Jackson, Jennifer Lopez, Pitbull, Shakira. Any good songs? Uh, he's well. We don't know. I don't know the songs. These are just people. Like, he's only worked with Enrique Iglesias. He's also worked with Rod Stewart. So you know. I mean, that's where he a picked. A wide ranging. Yeah. Wide ranging career. Um, but yeah, this song is not for me. The song is flat. But I think someone else could have taken it and make it something. Even if it's n- it was never going to be good, they could have made it something quite fun. But the live is just so atrocious that yeah. it makes it worse. I think what we're going to see as well, a lot with these songs, is that Russia are kind of very polished, put together, much in the same way as Sweden are. They yes. come with a like a very polished product. Russia like to do things very safe. Yes. Very well put together. Sterile. This is when it goes doesn't work. I yes. Think, is a good example of when it doesn't work. It's just tasteless. Yes. Okay. So that's that's Alexi. But he also has no talent. No talent. Okay. Not musical talent. Maybe he's really good at cooking. We just don't know. We don't know. Okay, Uh, so should we move on to song number eight? Peter Navich and Friends with Lost and Forgotten from 2010. I think this might be a shock for some people. I've pushed hard for this to be as slow as it could be because I um, I don't hate these but I am just not a fan at all. Yeah, I think this is a song that is close to a lot of Eurofans' hearts. Absolutely. People love it. People love Peter. Uh, yes. Um, so they might be a bit perturbed by its low placing. And it does you, I am so sorry, I 100% respect this, I see what's good about it, I see everything, all the good elements, I see them. Like just the snow, his scarf, his friends, he had like a nice group of friends, they're all good friends. That his whole vibe, the whole song, everything, I see it. The folkiness, like the high notes are very like uh, 50s rock and roll going on. There you go. Yeah, it's um, good. I like that. Um, this is not for me. The highlight, the peak of it for me, is a bit when he says, like, 
I look at a photograph of you, and he's like, he's looking at, it's basically a scribbled image. Like he wrote drew it on a, a napkin, like five minutes, or he ripped out a page from a moleskin and drew a quick sketch. Uh, well, that's how she looked. Yeah, you might think it was a sketch, but she had a very like linear face. Yes. <laughs> exactly yeah. how he remembers her. Yeah. They get lost and forgotten. Maybe the photograph was lost, and that's what he's actually singing about. Maybe. He's lost and forgotten, just like the photograph that he lost, but not forgotten. Or he forgot it. So he had to, from scratch, from memory, the sketch from memory, yes. of the photograph that yes. he lost. Yes, I think that's what happened. That's what he's actually thinking about. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So we yeah. go. Next. Okay, right. <laughs> no, 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 it's a joke. <laughs> but yeah, for me, this is a song that it's like, I don't know if I love it or hate it. Because it's so like in between, like there's so many things that I think oh, actually I do like it, and it's like I can never get fully on board with it, and it kind of like floats in this kind of limbo. I I am hundred percent with you. Like it took me so long to actually tell you I think this song should be low, 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 <laughs> because I had like an internal battle. Because as I said, I can see all the goodness about it. But then when I actually watch it and I listen to it, I'm like, no, he's actually not doing it for me. Yeah. And at the same time, you're also weighed by the fear of like a dozen Eurofans coming with like torches and pitchforks. Well, no, because I don't think there is any Eurofans around us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, well, I only said a dozen. I wasn't expecting many. <laughs> we the trip. Um, um, no, but... It's not so much that I think we we are we've got opinions. Um, it's not the first time we have opinions. We loved him a bit on <laughs> the second time, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, I don't I don't like it. I can't much. get on board with it. I, I mean, for me, it would have probably come higher. Yes. So this this low ranking is very much due to you. I can see how the one of the main beauties about it is how is the opposite. Of, let's say, once again, Dima. Like, literally, is so different of most of the things that Russia mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite different for Russia. And I can see how people lose their minds about that. Like, oh my god, this is the real Russia, or you know what I mean? This is like the feeling that they want from Russian. Yeah. Um... I, I like it. I like it formulated. I like it. You like it sterile. sterile. That's how you like it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I like it. Okay. Um, should we move on then? Yes. Okay, so we're up to song number seven. Julius and Lova uh, with I Won't Break from 2018. This is not as bad. Yeah, I think hearing the studio version, it has like a very high produced sound. It's a very Russian sound as well. Like mm-hmm. Elements of kind of industrial mixed with pop. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's not bad. It's actually not bad, no. But I think, like, the live was not great. She was, like, on top of a mountain. Yeah. And it just kind of lacked... It lacked something, the X Factor. Yeah, but at the same time, I think it was a good idea. Maybe it was not executed properly. Yeah, I think it just didn't feel big enough. Sorry, I had to sneeze. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Um, yeah, it didn't feel big. Like she was in the mountain and it had like dancers around, but it wasn't kind of connected. It didn't feel the air or the space. Yeah. It just felt like her and them, and it wasn't a total package. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I see that. The whole thing just didn't fully work. Uh, this is... Failed to qualify. Well, this, is non this is the only time Russia failed to qualify in the decade. Um, coming 15th. Wow. That's I mean, thing. if we're going to talk about Russia, I guess we're going to get into politics. Yeah, and this is a song that is if, fantastic to bring it. If there's any, if there's any country in, in Eurovision where politics must be mentioned, I believe it's, it's Russia. Um, so Julia was originally selected to represent Russia in 2017, um, but it ended up not, not going. Um, mainly, it was mainly due because she had, like, illegally been in Crimea, or so was claimed with, by the Ukraine. Yes. Um, so they said that she could no longer, like, come in because she's broken the law. So she couldn't represent uh, Russia in, in Kiev, yeah. who was the host city that year. Um, so Russia really said like, like the EBU said like well you can like satellite scream her in but Russia kind of like no if you're not going to have her like we're not going to take part we're going to yeah. like take our ball home yeah yeah and they reselected next year but at the same time like I remember having the feeling at the time in 2017 that it was kind of like a very cynical selection by Russia yes because with the the kind of the insurgents and the the um, annexation of Crimea and eastern Ukraine, uh, they were not everyone's favourite country. Not at all. And like they had ex already like in previous years experienced like hostile reception. Yeah. So they were, I assume, anticipating the worst yet that they they had received. So the picking of Julia as an artist who is. Physically handicapped. Yeah, she's disabled. Uh, kind of would be there to minimise the scape in which people would be it, hostile. It, it felt like a conscious decision, and not. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a coincidence that they happened to pick. That's how it felt. Yeah. If, and especially for Russia, I think any other country to send someone that is disabled in any way, perhaps it wouldn't have been such a like, big old deal. But Russia doing it when they like everything to be so perfect, so polished. Um, at, at that moment, it just felt that way. Yeah, and it was a bit like, oh, they're only, yeah. A bit of a turn-off. Yes. Yeah. That's how they play the game. I mean, and in 2018, there was still a hangover of, like, anti-Russian feeling. Yeah. Which I think played part in this not qualifying. 
Yes. Everyone was also aware what happened the year before about the thing yes. you're bringing. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And then, by Russian standards, this was not as good. No, like, when you think Russia, you think, like, big song, big staging. Yes, certainly. And this was kind of neither of those things. It's something memorable that is going to be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Always, like, yeah, well-polished. It's going to be there. Yeah. It's going to perform. It's going to do yeah. well. And it's kind of lacked... So it didn't have like the the wow factor, and it also was carrying a lot of external baggage. Yeah. So that's probably why it failed. Hundred percent. I rush don't like to fail. No. Okay. They um, want to win. Th- they do want to win, and they want to yeah they they want to like present themselves as yes the best. Yes. Okay. Um. So we'll move on to song number six. It's the Tom Chevy sisters of Shine from 2014. This, um, as many of the songs to come, I warmed up to them. Mm-hmm. I perhaps mm, not always have liked Russian in the way that I do now. You have been quite anti, like for the last, for the majority of the last 10 years, you've been quite anti-Russian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess maturity <laughs> um, has made me enjoy them more. And this is, this is a rise. never going to be a favourite of mine, but it is okay. Well, I think a lot to do with, like, our conversion to Russia is the fact that Russia have really stepped up the last few years. Yes. Like, they definitely had a, a step change in what they were sending. Yes. Um, but, yeah, you you tremendously disliked the Tom Chevy sisters. Absolutely. It was, I think, too gimmicky. Yes. Too sterile. Yes. Too cynical. Yes. And just not enough of a bop. Correct. It's um, a bit boring. You thought, what is this, like, dated song with, like, cliche staging? Who who could possibly be behind this? Uh, I think we all know. The answer is, is Philip yep. Kirkorov. Din, din, din. Second name. Uh, <laughs> that comes up. Uh, dream Team. Dream Team. So he had Demetrius writing. Yeah. And... Uh, John Ballard, who is not as regular uh, with the, the Dreamers, but he does contribute on some noticeable songs. Do they like to be called the Dreamers? Or is this a person? This is just why I, yeah, I call them. Oh, okay, good. They dream of being the Dream Team. They're the Dreamers. They have the, a dream. The Dreamers. Philip yeah. had a dream. Yeah. Which is yet to come to fruition. He's the head Dreamer. He is the biggest dream. I like to mind them like flying around the wall, making music. Um, were wearing like matching like pink jackets. By the world, you mean Russia and Greece? But they fly around the world just to go from. They go the opposite way. Rather than taking yes. a direct route from yes. Moscow to Athens, they yes. go. They circumvent the other way. Yes, okay. 100%. Just to spend more time. Yes. Okay. So they can show the greatness. They have more time to work on these these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this was laden with like. Uh, Kind of uh, props, gags, all kinds of things. They, they had the two hair. Two cheap uh, blonde 
Twins. Well, Anastasia and Maria, the Tom and Jerry sisters, they are, they have, like, been child, they're kind of like Olsons, like the Russian Olsons. Yeah. Uh, like child, like Philly Millie. Yes. They are, or you, like... You love, a, you love that reference that you've learned recently. Yeah, like child actresses, singers. Um, they actually won Junior Eurovision in uh-huh. 2006. Yeah. Um, How could they not? They're literally pretty blonde twins. Yeah. And they like they entered. They're on a seesaw. They they were joined at the hair. They were like conjoined twins, but joined at the hair as yes. well. Yes, um, I remember we made that comment back for the day. Yeah, and then at some point they break the hair by doing like a weird like bop with their heads. Like yeah. it feels really weird. They went suddenly like just moved forward slightly to undo the hair. And it's like, well, what was the point in the hair? Like that was just it's, gone. it's pointless. Like it's gone. that was they did all that time backstage, like getting it all ready just to like. Yeah. Um, and they had sticks as well. They had like translucent poles that they were like using to like balance. Like, almost like it was going to be a circus act, but then they just put them into the things so they could hold so the seesaw was steady on the seesaw. They have a lot of like unnecessary crap. Yeah. Basically. Um, how did they finish? Uh, they came seventh. Which is decent. Very respectable, yeah. Yeah. And not for me. Uh, yeah, I think it's a song that's never going to be, like, a great song, but I've warmed up to it. Me too. Yeah, I can see, like, I can see the, the melody and, like, the the dreaminess of it. The dreaminess? The dreamy teeny. Uh, there you go. Yeah. No mirrors in this one. No mirrors, no boxes. Yes. That is yet to come. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Of course. So, yeah, that's the lowest the lowest ranking of the, the Kirks. Um... <laughs> The dreamers. The dreamers, yeah. Uh, so that is that's kind of like the 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 low end of Russia. Uh-huh. Let's put it that way. And um, we'll move into like their big hitters now. Um, uh, and you know, Russia is a country that likes to come and likes to come to win and wants to win. Okay. Um, they've made a few different like attempts, different strategies, if you will, of like trying to achieve that end. Yes. Um, the next song is an example of like uh, one that they probably thought was a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll find out what that one is uh, and it's song number five. The Baranovsky Babushki uh, with Party for Everybody from 2012. The Babushkis have come really low here. That's also again due to you. Okay, oh, there you go. Yeah. But I would have given you higher Babushkis if you would have asked me. Because I know you, you do have the little Babushki in your heart. I do. Um, Natalia. 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 Not Tulia. No, no Natalia. Ah, Natalia. Natalia. She sadly, she died. Yeah, she passed away. Um, there's actually been two, two, two deceased members. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Who's the other one? Uh, Yelizaveta. Oh, who's this? She was another one. She's the one who died recently in 2019. Oh. Yeah. So the little, the little The, the little one, one the was start of the show on. was, well, she was born in, uh, I think, 1928. My grandmother was born that year. Yeah. And she passed away this year. Do you? I don't know. Yeah. 
We're, we're bringing you the joy here. <laughs> uh, so she was she was the oldest of the babushkas, the oldest and the smallest. Yes, of the she was. I mean, they vary in in age as well. So there's been ten members. Mm. So they they took the six most like camera friendly, the best performers. Uh, excuse I, I, me, no, 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 I need to know more about the babushkas. Um, is this a real group? Yeah, they are a real group from from the Urals. So this what? song, this song, they're they're all grandmothers. They all come from the Urals. They're all from the they the the, the song is half English, half Udmurt, oh, which is a dialect from the Urals. Uh huh. And they they bake bread, and they sing so they sing their songs. Um, babushkas have to go up right now. The they babushka, are... yeah, they they are. I mean, they, 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 this song is not necessarily typical of their work. Oh, okay. Um, the, the, this is their Eurovision. This is their Eurovision. This is, yeah. Uh, this was co-written by Mary Susan Applegate. Oh. Uh, who you might know, know from such songs as Help You Fly by Ivan. Uh-huh. And Say Na Na Na. There you go. She definitely has a style. Yes. Uh, which is class. The pure class. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're the they're the, the Bubushkis. They 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 range in age. So the oldest was born in the the twenties. The youngest, Olga. Whatever, yeah. She was born in nineteen sixty eight. That's more my mum's age. Yeah. So she's she was the young. That's literally the year that my mum was born. I think. Yeah. She's she's the young, youngy yeah. youngy gr- granny. Yeah. The Bubushki. Well, I mean, my mum is a grandma, so. Well, that's true. Um, but she was the one who was like, she seemed to be I, the I know, most. I know her. She was she was a young girl. She yeah. she was like the most aware of what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> she was mainly there to kind of control the others and make sure they were all in like on their mark, and they were like wandering off to like sit down or something. <laughs> like they were all looking the right way. She was there holding them together. So that's like yeah. your nightmare. Imagine that someone puts you in charge of the Bush kids. Yeah. She seemed to be the most happiest as well. Though. Yeah, like, I think did. she enjoyed she it. She knew, she knew. And the others were like being forced to do this. Like, yeah. They didn't want to come to like Azerbaijan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were quite happy baking their bread. Like they found out that, that wasn't really a real oven that was spinning around behind them. <laughs> that was a disappointment. Yeah. So, um, they always bake bread, what they say? I don't know. I don't know that much about okay. them. But I think, like, that's a thing that they do. They like baking bread and they like singing. And they combine the two. Are they very popular in Russia? Or were they very popular in Russia? I don't think they're massively popular. Okay. I think it's more like they came out of nowhere. And it was... I could be wrong. If you know more than me about Russian culture, please let us know. Because I would love to know more about the Babushkis. Who could know more than you about Russian culture, Rory? Many people. I don't know that much. I've only done two weeks in Duolingo. I don't know that much about Russian culture. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so Mary Susan Applegate, also, just to mention, she has also worked with some big names. Okay, go on. Celine Dion. Ooh. Uh, Boney M. Ooh. And Engelbert Humperdinck. I mean, for, for his song? No, no, for his, his own. But she's old, old-timey, so okay. she's the original Engelbert. I thought maybe... No, I would, that would have been at the top of the... <laughs> yeah. There wasn't enough class in... in True. Somebody. Absolutely, yeah. Um... But yeah, a couple of a couple of past Eurovision winners there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I mean, 
we're talking about like we, we assume you know who the Babushki are if you're listening to this but yeah so they were all there in their traditional dress singing their song which kind of like had a really weird melody and they struggled to keep to it the, I mean yeah. yeah I think maybe as well like singing English they, I, I can't imagine that some like Soviet era grandmothers from the Urals are very proficient in English yes so it's probably a struggle for them yeah yeah they probably struggle with Russian too <laughs> <laughs> um so are you imagining them as like the Russian equivalent of like an Andalusian grandmother yeah of your grandmother basically <laughs> yeah that's what I imagine like the same yeah yeah I can basically. I can see this <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like halfway before they just want to go and sit down and yeah like, yeah, they, just, they wander yeah, off. Yeah, they just start a conversation with some random person and yeah. then tell them about their like grandchild's life story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a mess. Like at it the was time, a mess, at the time I loved it. This was like for me a twelve pointer. Yeah. Along with Lorene, like you had your yeah, Lorene, you you forced me that that was the winner. I was like, okay, but the Babushkis, I love the Babushkis. You did. Like for me, I was here all in for the Babushkis. I was like, this is this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Now, yeah, looking back, listening to it is a bit of a mess. But it's a good mess. It's but a mess we like. I still enjoy the messiness. Yes. Yeah. They're a classic. Yeah. It's like nothing says Eurovision like the Bush. Yeah. I think we should say as well that um, while Russia always goes to win, you can see a bit of um, a mix of styles of different strategies that they go for and that could be because they have two broadcasters that um, choose um, the songs that go to Eurovision and one year one broadcaster does it and then the next year the other broadcaster does it so they have certainly have mm -hmm. different styles yeah I mean in some instances both broadcasters have sent the same artist yes um, but they could, yeah, potentially have different approaches uh -huh. to how they handle it and what they look for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's quite interesting. It's a big country. It is a big country. It's quite large. Yeah. Um, okay, we've made it to the top four. Exciting. Um, so let's find out what our fourth place song is. Uh, Dean and Garapova with What If from 2013. Right, considering that I am the person that has pushed for this to be fourth, I'm about to say this is boring mm -hmm. and 100% unmemorable. Alright, okay, you loved it when I did, when we made this ranking, you were loving, you were gunning for Dina, you were saying she has to be. Yes, because I think once you listen to it, you're like, oh, actually, this is quite good, this works. But as soon as it's off, you're never thinking about that song ever again yeah. in your life. Quite plain. Yes. As you, like before, like in my mind, I always thought she was an old lady. You did. That turns out she was like a young girl. We were talking about the ranking and you kept talking about this old lady. I was like, who is this old lady? Like, I think I'm quite familiar with Russian acts. Like, I was like, who am I missing here? Yeah, like, yeah the old lady, she had like dark hair, she sang a boring song. Was, that was a child, Rory. 
Yeah. Turns out it was. Like, in my mind, I'd aged her like 40 years. Yes. Yeah. How? Because it was so like dated and boring. And, yeah. Like, ugh. And like, this is like Russia. In the same way as like Alexi is, it's like them doing it by numbers. Like yeah. formulaic. Like a song that's like, ticks the box like it's about like peace it's like very yes. mainstream very easy like no risk i feel like it's a type of song that with the riser it's always gonna do well with the right circumstances it might do quite well but it's never going to be a winner really no yeah uh, because it's just this is it's, it's a plain and a memorable and there's also some controversy surrounding it oh tell me everything. um that basically it's been accused of sounding like many different songs. Ooh. So it was plagiarism claims have been rife with it. Um, and not yet, like six songs have all been compared to it. Now, the, the writers vehemently uh, deny that they have Yeah. Any songs we know? <laughs> not really, no. Like, I guess when... Have you, have you given them a listen? No. Okay. I was going to say, I think when you are being compared to six songs... Um, Perhaps it's just a coincidence. They didn't make a Frankenstein monster of songs. Like, we'll take the chorus of that one, we'll take the bridge from there. Is that, is that what they're claiming? I, 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 no, you literally I don't know. know. That's all okay. I mean, the fact that there are those claims is as much as I've yeah, discovered. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the other problem with this is that it's like, again, it paints Russia as the good guy. It's like, Russia want peace. Russia, like, what if the, we were all the same and we all cared about each other? Let me tell you, if Russia wants something, it's not peace. Yeah, like, it's not like being ruled for the last 20 years by an expansionist tyrant. There you go. Um, yeah. So it's quite cynical. It's a very cynical move. Like, yes. Yeah, Russia are not the bad guys. But they, they really they are. They just want peace. They just want secure borders. <laughs> and they want to maintain their influence over their former satellite states. <laughs> And guard their interests, you know? Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a plain song. It's good, but it's not great. Correct. Yeah. But uh, I think once you're here, you're listening to it, it's actually very, very pleasant. It's a pleasant song. Yeah. Yeah, it's not dislikable, but it's not. It's never going to be a winner. Yeah. I think you nailed head, hammer, hit. There we go. Oh, we've made it to the top three then. There we are. It's exciting. Yes. Um, I don't... I, yes, I do remember. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. You know a certain order is coming, but you don't know how it plays out. Yes. Okay, right. Um, so, in third place... Sergei Lazarev with Scream from 2019. You know what? I think it's about time we dedicate a few minutes to talk about Sergei in this podcast because all what we do is talk about Dima, 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 and we always forget about Sergei, and he is fantastic. Yeah, he's an acrobat. Correct. 
He is a presenter. He's an yeah. actor. He's a singer. He's a father. He's a wonderful father. He's a businessman. Yeah. He. He's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. So it's pretty good. Does he own a pet store or something like that? I think. It would not surprise me. <laughs> I I can imagine he's being like very like, with animals into husbandry and like a man of horses and those kind of things. What that I don't know. But He's I like he was like a circus performer, wasn't he? And I've seen him like do things with horses. But was he actually a, a circus performer? Or he well he has the skill to be. Because I think he's gone to like that TV show. Oh okay. Well, okay, I'm a bit confused. I think there is a TV show in Russia where it's like Dancing with the Stars. But you a circus, the state circus. I think I don't know if it's just like circus things or you just learn to be an acrobat. Oh okay, maybe. An acrobat for sure. Yeah. But I don't know if it's only you learn how to be an acrobat or you learn like more circus skills. Okay. I just assumed because he was Russian, he obviously had a history and like he was raised as a child acrobat because all Russian people are. Well, that is, R- Rory. You don't deserve this microphone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my mind, that's how it is. Like I feel like I missed out my Russian childhood of becoming an. Uh, and you would have loved it. Yeah. You will have an, ac- an acrobat. Will have it would have been like an old, an old Soviet man in like a tracksuit and like blonde hair, smoking a cigarette and like hitting me with a stick. You reckon you can be any more offensive? <laughs> I mean, you can. Yeah, <laughs> being quite tame. Um, but that's just my fantasy of what, the, what I would have liked to have. Yeah. yeah, but that's not the reality. No. Okay, so uh, as always, uh, Sergey's finished third. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he. This was a very, very clever role. Yes, hundred uh, percent. This was fantastic. This was. It was. I. I love this. Like I. This was my favorite song. I thought it was straight in the sky. Like, yeah. This is like was a big hit. It's probably my third place. Yes. Yeah. If yeah, probably second now. Okay. What's the order? Straight in the sky. Screen. And then a third place. Originally, it would have been Hatari, but that has dropped down. Yeah, it has aged a bit. Yeah. But anyway, so this was Philip. He had Demetrius again and Sharon, oh. uh, who is a lyricist. Yeah. A fantastic lyric. Yeah. In this song, "Acid Rain" from your fingerprints. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think um, when we heard that Sergey was coming back. Everybody got really excited, and everyone was like, "Oh my goodness, he's coming for blood! He's going to win! He's going He's doing a demo. He's coming for it!" And then when the video with the song was released, uh, while it was very put together and it's a fantastic song, and the video was, you know, there was money there. Well, it's I, not I, I, very well produced, yes. polished. Yeah. Um, I think. It just it was not what anyone was expecting. Mm-hmm. And I think that feeling kind of carried on. Yes, it didn't like hit the highs. No, because it's not a song. And I think that year was very much about songs being songs on their own. Yeah. And this was more a performance, a performance that you had to watch. It was never a radio friendly yeah. song. And I think as well, like, we were expecting spectacular staging. And I feel like it just wasn't quite there. And it might be to do with Cannes and... 
no one really got the statement they wanted in Israel. Yes, but the truth, but that's actually quite true because the song is quite it has like an epic yes element to it, and then you just needed the stadium to kind of take it there to the another mm-hmm. level. And yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic stage. There was there was many epic. many Sergeys, but it didn't really work because you could always tell who were the fake Sergeys because the the graphic and the colouring was off. Yeah. So it was easy to tell they were fake. Yeah. Rather than being like, oh, which one's the real one? Yeah. And it was like a box in the stage and not much else. Yes. As well, and then there was like the shower scene. Yeah. That was confusing. <laughs> um. It was very Kirkrod though. It was. It was very like a box with lots of men, very shady lady. Yes, which was um, really fun. And then like at the end, he like puts his hand up and like the star shoots out, which was quite nice. Yes. But you never like that was the first time they used the whole stage to kind of have like a visual effect, which they could have used more of. It felt yes. quite small. More, yes. It felt really small. It yes, it it was fantastic. Let's not take it away from it. It was absolutely fantastic, but it was never an A plus. The song was not an A plus. Well, for me, the song was an A plus. For you. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I guess so. It was never like it wasn't like a pop song or like an immediate. Correct. Yeah. And it's third. Which is quite good. Mm-hmm. Mostly due to televotes. Of course. Well. It got done a little bit dirty by the juries. Yes. But it swept off all those Eastern European yeah. former Soviet points. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because he's a big star. He like, is. He's a talent. He's, like, known. And also, he's, you know, Eurovision royalty. Yes. To some regard, some respect. Yes. Will he come a third time? It, well, he's not ruled it out himself. He's open to the possibility. Um, me too. Yeah, to come third again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're up to the top two then. Ooh. And um, we're going to find out what's just missed out on top spot then. What, who is the runner-up? Paulina Gagarina with A Million Voices from 2015. That's a nice voice. There you go. Um, well, talking about journeys, yeah. I hated these with an absolute passion. Yeah. And I did put my foot down mm-hmm. that this was second. You did? I was at, I'm here for Paulina. You're showing up. She's my girl. Mm-hmm. And she has to be second. I mean, the reason you hated this so much is because you reminded you of someone you worked with at the time. Yeah, of, um, yeah, a colleague. Yeah. That you couldn't stand. No, no. And that made you, like, by association, hate Polina. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst everyone else was booing for, like, gay rights or, like, invasions, you were like, oh, yeah, this person I don't like. Yes. <laughs> True. Um, True. But, yeah, I think, yeah, I didn't particularly like the song but I didn't hate it but then it was also it was like a weird mixed feeling of not wanting Russia to win every year because everything was happening externally 100% 
the main reason I didn't want Russia to win was um, because of political reasons. Mm-hmm. But at the same, but at the same time, this was never my song. Yeah, if that makes sense. I think this song is never going to be your song though, because it's True. like kind of like soft rock ballad. Yeah. Uh, is is a is a lady with a big dress and a big voice and mm-hmm. very few times that works big time for me. Yeah, you like your your ladies like angry. You like an angry lady. Like who? Like Indira or Solovey. Okay. You like it when they get angry. I like it better. Oh, okay, it's not your. I not wouldn't your... say ang- angry lady for sure. I'm gonna like it. Maybe. Ladies who get angry, maybe. Gives them plus points. Maybe she didn't get angry enough. She got quite angry at some point. She she was quite passionate, I would say. I mean, she was getting booed a lot. So I feel like she was like really trying to like give it her all and like you will believe in peace. Yes. Like, yeah. And to be honest, quite the thing. She's quite little and such a big voice. She's a skinny legend. Okay. But she used to small. In, yeah. in all sense of, of Dora. Well, she had a journey. She had a weight loss journey. Oh, really? Yeah, when she was younger. She she came to fame in 2003 in Star Factory. Oh, what's that? I guess it's like kind of like Fame Academy okay. or Operation Triumph kind of yeah. thing. And she was like a bit quite larger. But much larger for her or large, large? I, what, you'd look and say, oh, large. Not oh. like, whoa, but like Pretty larger, well. much more larger than she is in like a large person. There you go. I think you can see, like, in her bone structure, like her face, it's got... Oh. Yeah. There you go. Well, anyway, she's quite, like, short. Small and petite, yeah. Uh, like, she's, she's, she's petite, whatever her weight is, I don't care. She's a petite lady. Yeah. Like, much like Demi Yim. Like, yes. a massive voice out of, like, such a small person. Exactly. Yeah. And then she had this, like, fight inside of her. Yeah. I think the anger that you could see was... That was like a fight in fight in inside of her. Yeah, she definitely had a point to prove. I think. Yes. And um, also, we had the moment of Conchita. Yes. Was like saying like, politics has no place here. It's all about the music. Yeah. Which is very sweet. It was. Yeah. That's Conchita. Yeah, she got very angry. Conchita got angry. Oh yes, she did. Um. But yeah, I think it's like musically, it's not kind of. Like, it's like very like. Stomp, stomp and clapping. Yeah. And I had a bit like the guitarist and the drummer were like clapping, and the women had their hands held out, and it was all very like, yeah, we like, we are the world's people. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a bit very sterile, and like we know, we know who you are, Russia. We know who you are. Like, don't try and sell us this image. Like, we know who you are. Yeah. Own who you are. Be the bad guys. Not so silent or innocent. We know, like, dark. Atmospheric, that's what we want from Russia. I see what you mean, but at the same time, I think Polina herself took away this sterility. How would you say that? The sterility. The sterility, thank yeah. you very much. Um, with her performance, I'm, I'm here for her. She mm-hmm. she came, she showed up, and. And the staging was really good. Like, it was quite subtle, but it was like she had things projected onto the dress. They used the, 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 the arch of lights and like they pulsated yes. across. Yes. So th- that really, like, We've talked about Scream or Julia not filling the stage. That really felt, felt like... Filled the stage, it yes. It. Yeah. yeah. They used it very well. They did. 
Okay, we've made it to the very last song then. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the top top of the Russian entries from the past decade. Here we go. Is Sergey Lazarev again? Because you are the only one from 2016. Well, I'm happy you picked this. Okay. We we made an agreement that Polina was going to be second, and that you could pick which Sergey to win. And I'm glad it's this one because it is my favourite Sergey of the two. I think objectively, it's the best. Yes. Like I love Scream, but I think. Watching them back, it's quite clear that this is like spectacular. The staging was just perfect. Yeah, it yeah. was so amazing. Yeah. Again, Kirkrov, again Dream Team, again a box. Yes. Um, very, like he loves a box. Yeah. It's like my lucky day as well had the visual effect of it. So. How good was my lucky day? So good, <laughs> so good. Um, but. Like shady lady box, it's like this was the the, the best box. Though. Yes, this is pick pick Bruni. Yeah, like the interactive and the augmented reality, and he was like climbing it and spinning round. Yeah, it was a visual delight. It was a lot of like Howard the Duenna. Yes, it was like we'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah, I think like the year before we had Mums with the chalk boy, and now yes. kind of like oh that's like he's interacting with a projected chalk boy. That's yeah, but this was like oh my god, this is like mind blowing. Next level. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. The song is a bop. It really is. Uh, he was fantastic. Everything about this worked. And yeah. it could have well won the whole thing. And that's what I liked about it as well. It's like a dark. Like after having like the sterility of like Dina and the Tomachevis and... Paulina, like Russia was like embracing its dark side and it's like he was all in black it was very dark yes. it was very like Ooh, yeah we yes. know they know they're the bad guys yes uh, but they don't care because they're gonna come and they're gonna like and that should be the attitude yeah because they are the bad guys <laughs> own, own who they are know who they yeah. are know what they do yeah yeah um so this yeah dream Two. this was also another John Ballard one okay um he's worked a few times with them he's he wrote hold me for yeah. Harit. Yeah. Uh, my Lucky Day, uh, of course. Yes. He's behind the, the Dorados. Um, His best work. And This Is Love by uh, Demi in Greece 17. There you go. Yeah. Good, good, good job, sir. Yeah, he comes, he comes in just for the, the good ones. Mainly Dorados. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is kind of as well where we fell in love with Philip Kirkrov. Yes. Because I think we had been aware of him. But this is it was in this year that we kind of became aware of Philip Kirkrow. Uh-huh. Like oh my god, we saw him in the delegation. Like who is this amazing giant? Like <laughs> what is this human being? Like I need to know more. And then like we saw him again. Yeah. Doing interviews for Dory Doss. He's like it's that yeah. same person. Like when like we had the click of like we were aware of these two amazing people, and then one day we discovered they were the same human being. Yes, I yeah. was so good. It was the best of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Because we watched like a video of him as a te- like doing the teenager song, and you're like, yeah. you're like, oh my god, it's that same person. I was like, wait, it's that same person. And yeah. that was what brought us together: the the three, the tr- the holy trinity of Kirkwall. <laughs> that the three entities were one. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. He was he was a great day. Ah, yeah. So that's I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but yeah, this is fantastic. This is just like, and at the time, like it wasn't my winner. Yes. I think I was still like anti-Russian a little bit at that time. Like that was the last kind of. <laughs> You know what? There is always going to be something interrupting about me. Yeah. It, like, they're awful. Especially, especially let's look at, like, Russia under Putin as well. Like, like I love yes. Russia, but, like, under Putin. Listen, I'm nothing against the Russian people, nothing against these artists, nothing against anything. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, my maturity has made me, like, separate um, and encapsulate, like, mm-hmm. bits of um, Russia, but Politics-wise, they're pretty awful in many, many, every, many aspects. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but yeah, just like you, I was still quite heavily into my anti-Russian yeah. feeling at this point. There we go. But I think like this is one that's helped like break that for me yes. as well. Like, this was a big icebreaker. Yes, yes, yes. But then it was a bit... It wasn't great because... Obviously, let's talk about what happened this, that year that they won the televote. Mm-hmm. But Ukraine, with your mother, uh, won overall. Without winning either jewelry or televote. Yes. Yeah. And then there was this whole thing of like, I think in some TV shows in Russia, they were claiming that they had won. Mm-hmm. And they were the real winners. They were because, the, yeah, the legitimate. Yeah. They were the, yeah, the rightful winners. The pettiness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Um, so that's that's Russia done. That is it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you can again if you do know anything about Russia, Babushki. Please or anything, don't tell him. Please. Let me just, know. No, just don't don't tell him. He talks no too much. Yeah. If you want, if you speak Russian, I could talk to you a few words. Absolutely I can, I not. Can, I could tell you that my horse eats apples. <laughs> or I can ask you where the square is, you know. That's what I've got so far. Um, but yeah, you can follow us on, on Twitter. I think I'll probably be a bit more active on there because we're not going to be recording. Yeah. So yeah. I have to, especially with uh, other things that are going on, like Junior Eurovision or like the start of the national final season, like we're going to have Estee Lau soon. This, so, is, this is the pain of my life. Seeing as I'm not going to be able to talk about it, I'll probably be like tweeting occasionally about it. So don't, don't miss those. They'll be they'll be they'll be golden. There will be no. Um, you can email us as well. Uh, all the information you need will be in the episode description. Yeah, and you can give us a five star review. It helps other people to find us and makes us happy. And subscribe because we'll be back up and running in no time. I'm sure. Why are you so happy right then? I don't know. It's like a little surprise if you made it this long. Yeah. You if you if you're still here. Yeah, and I think that's that's pretty much it. So yes, love, love. Please end there. All right, love, love. <laughs> peace, peace. The score of what? Oh no.